Hey, it's Emily. Happy New Year. Today, we're going to talk about the best diet for 2024. And on the day I'm recording this, it's my one year anniversary of this podcast. So I just want to take a second to say thank you. Thank you so much to my guests who have come on and, you know, taken their time to share their wisdom with us. It's been so fun to talk to each of them. And then thanks to each of you who listen, who show up here, who share my podcast with their friends, family, and also it means so much, of course, when you write a review, but Also, when I get those special texts and emails and phone calls about how much an episode has meant to you. So thank you truly from the bottom of my heart. This is a project that I have fallen in love with and I would love to continue it. So it would mean the world to me if you would continue to share the podcast with your friends, especially if there's a particular episode that was meaningful to you or you think might be impactful for them or this coming episode, in fact, which is a great way to kick off the year. You and everybody you share it with are going to get a ton of information that's not necessarily shared in the mainstream media about nutrition and the best way for you to be eating for 2024. Before we get into the show, I want to tell you about a couple of things that are happening. I've got two actually free offers that I'm really excited to share with you. The first one is my free five-day sugar shake-off, which starts on January 22nd. So you've still got a couple weeks. I encourage you to sign up now and grab your spot and do something awesome for yourself. Your choices today determine your future reality. So go make a good one like this and commit to ditching sugar for just five days to give your mind and body a really important reset. Doing hard things in community is so much better and I love the Sugar Shake Off community. You can reach out to me if you have any questions or look at the sign up page where you can learn a bit about what your results can be. The link to sign up is in the show notes and on my website. And then secondly, I want to tell you about a great opportunity. I've just opened a few spaces on my calendar for a nutrition audit. So a nutrition audit is a free 30-minute call where I'm going to help you identify the best nutritional adjustments to make so that you can feel and look better faster. In fact, changing what you eat can fix 90% of the metabolic and physical health issues that you don't even know are connected to your diet. Things you probably don't even realize you're missing, but my expertise and experience can help you identify. So you're going to leave our conversation knowing three specific changes that you can make. The goal of a nutrition audit isn't to provide you with a laundry list of changes that feel impossible to implement. It's about meeting you where you are, empowering you with the information that you need, and then helping you to make impactful changes without feeling restricted or like it's just another fad diet. Your nutrition is the basis of your health, so spend a few minutes making sure that yours will support your health goals in 2024 and set up a call with me. I can't wait to connect. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to the podcast that explores eudaimonia. Eudaimonia? Eudaimonia is the pursuit of well-being based on our individual needs, which I love because we are all unique and therefore our pursuit of wellness should be unique too. I'm a big fan of individualized, personalized care. There's no one size fits all. I'm your host, Emily Geiser. I'm a nature-loving, spiritually curious health and life coach who rarely runs out of questions 
So I decided to host an interview-style podcast so that I can ask all the questions that I want. Each week, we'll dive into topics of personal development, nutrition, spirituality, mental health, and well-being with guests who generously share their tools and expertise. If you enjoy what you hear, please be sure to follow on Apple or subscribe on Spotify. It helps the podcast and you'll be alerted each week when a new episode drops. Let's dive in. Hey, it's Emily, and today we're going to talk about the best diet for 2024. Now, there's so many different kinds of diets, right? There's the Mediterranean diet, the DASH diet, the Atkins diet, there's the ketogenic diet, Whole30, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, and hundreds more. But the best diet is the one that fuels you and sustains you and is sustainable. Many people I talk to think the best diet is one, something that's simple and two, keeps them thin and quote unquote healthy. But your diet is so much more than that. Now, when we say diet, I think it, in the vernacular, it's used as a word that means changing the shape of your body, right? Like getting thinner, losing weight. That's what a diet is. When I'm using the word diet, I'm talking about our nutrition, how we choose to eat. Because our nutrition is so much more than the shape of our body. Your diet is more impactful than genetics in determining health outcomes like diabetes, obesity, depression, Alzheimer's, cancer. And I mention those because people think of the genetic correlation with those. But diet and lifestyle play a much bigger role. So the very best diet for 2024 is going to be the one that nourishes your body, that supports your hormones and your gut health and your mood and mental health. A diet that supports your immune system and will support you during heightened stress and stressful times, which 2024 is likely to be. The best diet for 2024 is less prescriptive, and it's more proactive and responsive. It's more intuitive. In my mind, the best diet has numerous components in it, and I work with my clients one by one through these components to add them to build a really nutritious platform. So let's just go through and talk about what these are. It's a list. So first, the basis of understanding needs to be that not all calories are created equal. For example, 100 calories of a Twinkie doesn't fuel your body the same way that 100 calories of broccoli will, for example, right? So calories are not created equal. We need to choose high quality calories for our bodies. Number two is gonna be the, this is an important component and it's about home cooking. One of the best ways to stick with healthy eating is being self-sufficient with it, to feel capable that you can make food that you love and that you have the time to make it. So we first have to start there. We have to make it really simple. I don't know if you've seen the Blue Zone or know Dan Buettner's incredible work, but he says it's, instead of making like a New Year's resolution around diet and how much weight you're going to lose, the healthiest thing you can do is to commit to spending every Sunday doing meal prep. I thought that was a very great fresh twist on a healthy intention for the new year. So that's number two is the importance of home cooking, figuring out how to shop and prepare meals and batch cook. It doesn't have to be hard, but it does have to happen. Number three is reducing inflammatory foods such as sugars, flowers, and most vegetable oils. So maybe you know the science that many of the everyday foods we eat create inflammation in the body. And 
chronic inflammation has been shown to be the basis of all disease, including Alzheimer's, including all gut health disruption comes from inflammation. So number four, we need to treat food as medicine. Control the thing you can control, which is how you show up for yourself, especially around food. And like I said, home cooking is one of the best things you can do for yourself because you can control the preservatives and the quality of the oils and the amount of sugar. But speaking of treating food as medicine, you can also like increase the onions and the garlic, which are really going to help your digestive health and your immune system. You can learn which foods are going to help your detox pathways, especially supporting your liver to detox and process estrogen metabolism. So learning how to eat to support your health is the best thing you can do for yourself. Number five, build your plate around vegetables. Now this is coming from an omnivore. I definitely eat meat, but it's a very plant forward diet that I eat. So I build my plate around vegetables. And with vegetables, they're going to provide you the fiber that you need and so many micronutrients that you're whole body knows what to do with. Can you believe that by eating certain vegetables and lots of them, you can increase your serotonin so that you can feel happier and brighter? It's true. It's a fact. It's being proven by science. So eat your veggies. Number six, focus on seasonal eating. I've talked in various podcast episodes about the importance of this. It's good for the environment, it's good for the local economy, and you're getting the highest quality food you can get because it's fresh. And your body knows how to relate to seasonal food more than food that's totally out of season. Number seven is about eating fermented foods. These are rich in probiotics, which help support our healthy gut bugs. And that feeds our mood and our immune system. Fermented foods are so fantastic to have a little bit every day. And back to vegetables. I'm going to mention them a few times because I think they're so important. But aiming for a minimum of five different kinds of non-starchy vegetables per week is super important. I've discovered in working with so many families that most of us get stuck in a rut of buying the same three or four vegetables every single week. So let's expand that to five and have it be different kinds so you're getting the full rainbow, the full variety of micronutrients. Number nine, don't skip breakfast. Breakfast actually seems to influence our metabolism more so than lunch or dinner. And so by starting your day with a nutritionally balanced breakfast, and by nutritionally balanced, it's really important that it be protein forward. You're more likely to make healthy choices for the rest of the day, which encourages strong and improved habits. Let's talk about the importance of sitting down for meals. I did a whole episode about the importance of having your body in a calm state when you are eating so that your digestive fire is turned on and your body's actually able to absorb the nutrients. If you didn't hear that episode or don't remember, you you'll be surprised to learn that you can eat, let's go back to that 100 calories of broccoli. If you eat 100 calories of broccoli standing up, rushing around, feeling kind of frantic, your body will not absorb the same nutrients and do the same with that broccoli as if you are sitting down, feeling calm, and chewing your broccoli. Amazing, right? So if you're going to spend the time to 
prioritize high quality food for yourself, also spend the time to sit down and enjoy it. Along those same lines of mindful eating, which is really important for our gut health and absorption, chew food slowly. We tend to take big bites and barely chew our food and there is so much in the process of chewing that activates the enzymes and really helps our body to do good things with that. Since so many people have digestive issues, I think it's really important to come back to the basics and that's chewing your food. Experiment with high quality protein. I interviewed a doctor this past week to talk about the very protein issue. So you can stay tuned for that episode. It'll be coming out soon because the amount of protein that is being recommended currently by the USDA is roughly two to three times less than what functional medicine testing and doctors are now recommending. So everybody processes protein differently, right? So we have to optimize that. And the quality of the protein matters a lot too, as much if not more than the amount of protein. I think we're at number 13 if you're keeping track. So number 13 is eating in sync with your cycle. I think it's very important that we all really learn how to harness the power of our cycle. We can feel so much better when we're living and eating and exercising in sync with our cycle. So from an eating standpoint, you know, there's a lot to consider. Just a simple little thing, eating more protein in your follicular phase and prioritizing magnesium in your luteal phase. And then finally, I'm going to end here with number 14. Swap this no carb thinking for slow carbs. Carbohydrates are a really important nutrient for our bodies, but we are actually drowning in carbohydrates because we eat so many low quality carbohydrates. So think about slow carbs. Those are the kind that digest slowly within our bodies. And you might not be surprised to learn that they come from actual plant sources. So the best I think are going to be your vegetables, such as sweet potatoes and squashes, And some people do well with whole grains. Other people don't do as well. So that's up for you to decide. But definitely swapping no carb thinking for slow carb thinking. Again, I think the biggest takeaway from this needs to be the best diet for 2024 is the diet that's going to fuel you and that you can sustain. So I think it's interesting that U.S. News and World Report does these rankings, right? I mean, I think they rank everything but they also ranked top diets. And for the seventh year in in a row, the Mediterranean style of eating earned the best overall diet title. So it's because the studies show how much it can reduce the risks for so many chronic conditions like diabetes, high cholesterol, dementia, memory loss, depression, breast cancer. Fascinating because these also are the very conditions that people relate to genetics. In fact, gene expression is altered by the food we eat and also our stress and our emotions and our exercise. Here's a, what I think is a really interesting story that I read in a book about the American Pima Indians. They originally, I think, had come from Mexico, but a group of Pima Indians had moved to Arizona. And until the 1950s, they were always a very thin, fit, healthy group of people. 
Now, the 1950s is the time that we really industrialized food. It became a lot of food that we ate came from factories instead of farms, right? And it's interesting that that's where they noticed the change. Today, Pimas have a staggeringly high rate of diabetes. 80% is the rate of diabetes there. Their life expectancy is 46 years. Now, I said that they had been in Mexico, so the Pima Indians who still live in Mexico, however, who are not eating, or when this study was done, were not eating the standard American diet, they are still thin and fit with no incidence of diabetes at all. So these people are genetically identical. It's just across the border where different food is available. So there's this myth that genes are fixed and that they determine your health, and it just isn't true. Changing what you eat can fix 90% of the metabolic and physical health issues that you don't even believe are connected to your health. So optimizing your diet not only addresses physical health concerns, but it also plays a significant role in improving your mental health issues too. So just to circle this back to the Mediterranean diet, I went off on a tangent there about genetic expression, but that's because the, the studies are showing that the Mediterranean diet is reducing risks of these diseases or chronic conditions that a lot of people associate with genes. My mom was this way. My dad was this way. It's been in our family for forever, right? But if what you're eating can change that, then it's clearly a myth that genes determine our fate. I don't care for gun analogies, but there was a saying that I learned when I went to my health coaching program 10 years ago now, actually, that genes load the gun, like your genetics load the gun, and diet and lifestyle pull the trigger. So if you're curious about, you know, how like your eating is stacking up with what I just described as the best diet for 2024, go ahead and schedule that nutrition audit with me. I would love to spend the time with you on the phone so that you can leave feeling confident and like you know what to do next. That's what we all want, right? We want the clarity. And I think nutrition has just become so complicated because there's a lot of conflicting information. But always my goal with health is to keep it as simple as possible. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode today and all the past episodes you've tuned into. I'm excited to gather with you all in just a couple of weeks for the Sugar Shake Off, again, beginning January 22nd. Sign up now. We had 100 people do it last time, and man, it would be so fun to grow that. So if you did the Sugar Shake Off last time and you would like to do it again, I would love to have you. Many of our people are repeat. This time, grab a friend. It is more fun to do with friends. And doesn't it feel good to be the friend that's bringing goodness and health to your friend group? Yes, it does. So go ahead and check out the links that are in the show notes or head to my website. And I'll be back with an interview next week. Make it a great one. I'm glad you stuck around for the end of another episode. Please share it with a friend and follow and review if you want to hear more conversations like this. If you'd like to bridge the gap between knowing and doing, I have a free download at my website for making healthy habits in just five minutes a day. While you're there, check out my group and private coaching options. Boxer coaching is a great way for busy people to make getting healthy easier. Learn more about my coaching options and check out my wellness shop at my website, emilygeiser.com. You can connect with me directly on Instagram at emilygeiser. Links from the show notes. I'll be back next week and hope you will be too. 
Until then, think good thoughts and go for them.